0: Hey, hey, hey! Listen no. up. <coughs> New, no. No, no, Newsy Jacuzzi. Hello and welcome to Newsy Jacuzzi, a whirlpool of news and information. I'm your host Lila Shunga Prickett, and I'm Lindy Prickett, my mama, co-host and producer. This week on Newsy Jacuzzi. Happy birthday to us! Happy birthday to us! Happy birthday to Newsy Jacuzzi! OMG, we're one year old! (laughs) Happy birthday
1: to us! (laughs) Not bad going for what started as a lockdown project, hey?
0: Not at all, though we have been locked down for pretty much the whole year.
1: Longer? So for those who don't know why a world news podcast became
0: our passion... Well, I'm half American and half Indian, and I was born in Britain, which means I have family all over the world. And
1: when we couldn't see them or the cool places they live, well, we had to bring the world to us. Enter Newsy Jacuzzi! I mean, what else could we do locked up in a hot new Delhi apartment?
0: Believe it or not... We got sick of baking cookies and
1: bread. So we produced a world news podcast instead. As you do,
0: because we love sniffing out the coolest stories from all over the world. And not just politics and disasters. Science, tech, art, culture, sports, politics, and even some odd news nuggets to make sure you're informed with a smile.
1: So we thought for our one-year anniversary, we would look back at
0: some of our and your favorite stories we've covered on Newsy Jacuzzi. And many, many thanks to all those people who wrote in and told us what their favorite stories were.
1: Especially the early birds and our most loyal listeners. That would be Jonathan, Crystal, Caroline, Ambika, Toby, Seisha, Debbie, Chase, Haley, the Twins at Thoughtful Minds, the Books Are Back podcast, April 8 Songs and Stories, the Power Kids podcast, librarians Susie and Helen, and of course, Marty and Asha. Y'all are prompt and kind. So we've repurposed the Lucky Dip machine so that it would tabulate... That's a fancy word for adding up. All the nominations that y'all sent in so that we could create the top Top 10 10 Newsy Newsy Jacuzzi Jacuzzi stories from from year one. Counting down this week and next as a birthday treat. But first,
0: blue, blue, bloopers, blue, blue, bloopers.
1: Yes, many of you have asked how easy or hard it is to record every episode,
0: every week, under our bed. What, you didn't know we recorded under the bed? It's a very high bed. It's the best sound in the house, like a little soundproof box. Though my back sometimes complains. And we have to turn off the A.C. and fan for the best sound, which means it gets really hot. Hot. And sometimes we get hot and bothered.
1: And impatient. And cranky. But we also laugh. A lot. And make a lot of mistakes. A lot. So without further ado, and as requested by you, here are the best bloopers from our first year.
0: Uh, and don't worry, we took the impatient and cranky comments
1: out. And the accidental or <clears throat> on purpose burps and farts, well, most of them anyway.
0: Most? Mama? Take it away. ah, ah, boo, boo 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 Oh, wait, we're recording.
1: Yeah! Yes. It's the beginning of the show, so lots of enthusiasm.
0: What do all... Ah, no squeaking. What
1: do all that... <laughs> oh my god, that
0: hurts. And just for the fun of it, our lucky dip takes us to a truly shocking English pug. A truly shocking English pug. Or oh, we could see a shocking pug. <laughs> <laughs> across to the US to speak with to speak with our state side sport sp- to speak with our state side sports reporter Porter robbins okay let's just let's do this in bits reporter has Porter in it
1: i know it's very bad it's
0: badly written fire the writer they traveled back down to earth and called the dragon adventure uh, the dragon the dragon adventure <laughs> <laughs> okay <coughs> Endeavor. Endeavor. The dragon. The dragon. Endeavor. Move over. Sleeping. Move over. Sleep. Move over. Mama, I was just thinking we say move over a lot. Like move over planetary discussions. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Let's keep it for
1: now Mm -hmm. and then we'll ban it. I won't write it for at least four weeks. I promise. (laughs) We'll put it on the do not use word list.
0: We have a list. Okay. Take 16. Recording is fun.
1: Please don't. don't, don't I invited. Okay, thank you. Can I go now? Yeah. It's every child. <laughs> thank you, Berber.
0: Down, purpose. No,
1: I, I needed. Ready? It's every child's fantasy. <laughs> I broke again. Oh my God, Leela, I'm sweating for the eighth time today. Sweat is dripping off my brow. Please, can you just read this? <sighs> and then, thanks, Jackson. <gasps> Ow! Oh my head!
0: <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Hello, we're under the bed. You know there's a bed above us. That's gonna get old pretty soon.
1: <laughs> Alright, got that out of your system? Hey, mama.
0: Hey, Leela. No. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you were turning into each other. (laughs) But mom! (laughs) Ah, you're so squeegee, hon.
1: Oh, soap made with snail snot? Oh, God. (laughs) Perfect timing, my dear. Oh, gross. Okay, yeah, thank you. Like, would you vote for a candidate just because you like the way they look or because you like what they think? Like the way they look. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. That's a uh, wrong answer, Leela. <laughs> wrong answer. You know the right answer. Sorry,
0: sorry. I know, I know. I'm joking. Like the way they think.
1: Okay, okay. Good. Right answer.
0: <laughs> I mean, the Maldives, otherwise known as paradise. And then we can have... Ah, yeah, nice. Awesome, Like like church music. Yeah. Yeah,
1: great ah, idea. Good.
0: And finally our lucky dip. <laughs> finally our lucky dip. <laughs> and finally our lucky dip. <laughs> okay. And finally our lucky dip. And that almost brings us to the end of our sixth sick- episode. Sick. Episode. It's a sick episode today. It's so sick. <laughs> so, over and out. See you next week in the newsy jacuzzi. Okay, so that
1: somebody who speaks English might understand you.
0: See you next... <laughs> oh my
1: God, we're so close, Lila. We're so close you
0: can do this. Okay. <laughs> See you next week in the newsy Whoozy! Okay, that's too much. just <laughs> too much. That's too much. <laughs> So, see you next week in the Newsy Jacuzzi. Uh, (laughs) Was that too loud? Was that going to break the mic? (laughs) That was awesome.
1: See, we get there in the end. All right, then. Enough of the bloops. Let's get on with your top 10 stories from our first year of Newsy Jacuzzi.
0: Five this week, and five next. it's dreamy, Mama. Just listen to this report from our chocolate correspondent, Omea Coley.
2: I don't know about you, but I love chocolate. If my mom let me, I'd have chocolate morning, noon and night. But she doesn't let me, of course. Some of my favourite chocolate comes from Switzerland, a country in the middle of Europe. It's full of beautiful mountains and yummy chocolate factories. Well, a few days ago, the most fantastic thing happened at the factory for the chocolate maker called Lindt. They were roasting cocoa nibs. They're teeny tiny pieces of cocoa beans from which all chocolate is made. All of a sudden, the system that removes the hot air from the cooling room malfunctioned. That's a fancy way to say it stopped working properly. Somehow, the chocolate nymphs were sucked out of the building and into the town. And it was a windy day. So the cocoa nibs were flying everywhere. Landing on cars and streets, sprinkling chocolate all over the place. It was snowing cocoa! Sadly, it didn't last very long. Soon it was all gone as if it was just a dream. But the pictures prove it was real. Within minutes of this chocolate spread the residents of the town were posting pictures on social media some were even writing poetry about this magical malfunction in chocolate heaven this is Amaya Coley reporting for Newsy Jacuzzi
0: thanks Amaya told you so mama it was like a dream
1: Winter weather is taking its toll everywhere, especially in the U.S. where a massive winter storm is sweeping across the north and south of the country with 150 million Americans under weather warnings. That's almost
0: half the country. And we know it's winter and that cold weather is to be expected, but down in Texas? Texas? Yeah, my home
1: state is more known for sunshine and sweat. Not to say we don't have to dress warmly and turn on the heating over the winter months, but we aren't usually dealing with inches of snow or temperatures in some parts of the state
0: colder than, get this anchorage alaska exactly how cold are you wondering well the capital austin which is in the middle of the state so not that far north at all is facing temperatures in the single digits that's less than 10 degrees
1: yep in austin it's been nine degrees fahrenheit and further north in dallas it went down to minus two degrees fahrenheit that's minus 18 degrees celsius As you can imagine, it's making conditions on the roads where people aren't used to driving in this weather, really dangerous, and leaving many people stranded at airports where flights aren't taking off. Not just that, but people all over the country are without electricity, as the grids just can't keep up with demand.
0: Two million people in Texas alone have been without electricity, like our Austin reporter, Olivia Mitchell, who's trying hard to keep warm.
3: Over to you, Olivia. You said it, Leela. I'm here dressed head to toe in my ski gear. No, there's not that much snow, but my thick snowsuit is the warmest outfit I have. I just want to go outside and play, because all this snow is pretty unusual for us here in Central Texas. But my parents are worried I'll get too cold and won't be able to warm back up. You see, we have no electricity at the moment. Not because of the snowstorm, but there were just too many people needing electricity at the same time. The electricity grid just can't handle all of us. Luckily, my home has gas, so we can keep making cups of tea and hot chocolate to keep warm. But it's a little scary. Still, I like to keep thinking of a saying we have here in Texas... If you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes and it'll change. In Austin, Texas, I'm Olivia Mitchell, reporting for Newsy Jacuzzi. Eight. Now it's the ace part of our podcast.
0: That stands for... Art, Culture, Culture and, and entertainment. entertainment. Darling. Darling. This week, we go to Spain. Where an opera house reopened after the lockdown for a concert by a quartet. That means four musicians.
1: But it was no ordinary show. As our reporter Nina Graniana explains
4: Here in Barcelona, things are going back to normal after the coronavirus. People are going back outside and theaters are opening back up. In fact, Eliseo Opera House just had their first concert in a while. But, you'll never guess who is in the audience. No one famous. Not even one single person. Not animals either. Any more guesses? It was plants. Yes, those green things we put in pots were sitting on the same chairs humans normally sit on. Why did they do this? Well, there's an artist named El Genio. He wanted to do a cool project about Mother Nature because we have been locked up for so long.
0: I believe we're at the end of an era. That means certain paradigms or patterns must change.
4: So he took about 3,000 plants to the theater for a concert. There were four people playing instruments. Guess what the song was called? chrysanthemum, or chrysanthemum in English. The event was hailed a breath of fresh air. This is Nina Granena in Barcelona for Newsy Jacuzzi. Thanks, Nina. Breath of fresh air. Good one.
0: That's plans for you.
1: Seven.
0: I'll be ready to play ball! News. So, there's no denying that the pandemic has hit the sporting world hard. Games have been
1: canceled, seasons delayed, and fans lost on Saturdays and Sundays <laughs> without games to go to.
0: But in America, that's only half the story. Yep, politics
1: is playing a starring role in the major leagues this year, too. In fact, I think
0: it's safe to call it the crazy leagues this year.
1: Nothing is normal in American sports right now.
0: So let's go to our U.S. sports reporter, Porter Robbins,
5: for a wrap of the unusual happenings in the U.S. sports. You said it, Leela. Nothing is normal this year in the major leagues. Here's a rundown of the weirdest things happening so far. Number one. In baseball, the players are on the field, but there are no fans in the stands because of the pandemic. So what have many teams have opted to do instead? Placed cardboard cutouts of pictures of their biggest fans in the seats, obviously. Yes, in the stands there are cardboard cutouts of fans, or sometimes even stuffed animals. It might sound crazy, but since they can't sell tickets, this is the next best way to support their team. Number two, the National Basketball League took a more high tech approach to get fans in the stands. Ticket holders could log into the video conferencing app and then be seen on virtual stands during live broadcasts. I'd call that a slam dunk. Number three. It's not just the pandemic affecting games. Black Lives Matter, the movement fighting against racial inequality, is making its way onto the court, too. Well, on the actual court and on the shirts of basketball players, to be precise. Instead of their names, they have slogans printed, like, Justice Now, and Say Their Names, referring to the people killed by police. Number four. And forget that famous baseball song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. It should now be, Take Me Out to the Polling Place? What? That's right. The Dodgers Stadium, also known as Chavez Ravine, is one of baseball's most famous ballparks. In this November, it's going to be turned into a voting center to help America's general election. Several other teams have made similar offers. Why not? It's not like any fans will be in the way. Reporting from Los Angeles, California, this is Porter Robbins for Newsy Jacuzzi. Take me out to the ball game. Thanks for that roundup of unusual
0: sports news, Porter. Six.
1: And please note, this last nomination is actually a segment which
0: contains several stories within it. Okay, it's a bit of a cheat, but it was your nomination. The The Big big News Story of the Week. A lot
1: of people might not know this, but India is one of the most polluted countries on Earth. As Leela knows well, having lived here most her life. Take it away, Leela. Uh, Leela? Leela? Okay. I guess I'll just go on. The World Air Quality Report listed the capital region, Delhi, where we live, as the most polluted city in the world. Here to tell us more is our Delhi correspondent, Leela Shivshanker-Prickett. Wait, what?
0: Oh, that's where she went. All right, take it away, Leela. Hello, I'm here in the middle of India's capital, New Delhi. There should be the piercing blue skies of autumn, but not now. The lockdown effect is over. People are back on the streets. Cars are whizzing past. Construction is underway just about everywhere. And if I open up my handy little app, okay, we'll see the latest figure on the air quality. And next is 371 Hazardous. And it's not just Delhi. Six other cities in India are also on the list of the most polluted cities in the world. It's so bad. I have to wear a mask half of the year. In fact, at school, back when schools were open, we had a flag system that informed us if it was safe to go out and take a break or not. If it's a green flag, yay, we can play but if it's yellow, hello, time to get inside. And if it's red, it's dreadful. We have to stay inside all day, doors shut tight. We had some rust bite, that means a break, when the lockdown came. But now, it's back to the same. Reporting from New Delhi, this is Lila Shivshanka Prickett racing back to the studio.
1: Boo! Oh. Well, hello, and thank you very much for that report, madam. So, as you know, while most of the world moves from summer clothes to autumn attire, here in Delhi we move from masks that protect us from COVID to masks to protect us from the toxic air. What does pollution do to us? Well, here's what slam poet Nina Lovakuri, who's an air pollution activist in New Delhi, has to say.
5: Pollution first affects the sinuses that means a runny nose that means a sore throat and a lot of snot polite folks call phlegm when all year round, in a place where the air is just not sound. But when air quality is really, really bad, like it is in this great land, then it makes everyone really, really mad because it causes big problems with your breathing and your lungs. Or worse, it's a curse because tiny particles not seen by the eye, they get into the lungs, they don't just make you cry. Into your blood they travel deep and that can make you sick for weeks and weeks.
1: It's not just India, of course. Pollution has been rampant recently in China and many cities in the Middle East, too. And the people on the west coast of America know it, too. Yep, and Australia. Yeah, when wildfires burn, the air becomes smoky and toxic. And it spreads for miles and miles. And that's what's happening here, right? Well, that's one of the issues. Farmers nearby are using fire to clear their fields. Unfortunately, though, India's pollution is a bit like a monster with many, many heads. Mama, like Robin. <laughs> yes. Robin is the multi-headed demon god of Hindu mythology. And there's one in Greek mythology, too. A multi-headed water snake called Hydra. And the point about having many heads means... They are tough to kill. Exactly. You might slay one head of the monster, but there are others waiting to get you.
0: <laughs> ah, Mama!
1: <laughs> so, one head of India's pollution monster is the smoke from burning fields,
0: but then comes Diwali. Which is like India's Christmas. One of the biggest celebrations here, the Festival of Lights... Right, which means people celebrate
1: by bursting fireworks and lighting thousands of candles or vias. And while that used to be fine, well, India has 1.3 billion people. That's four times the amount of people in the U.S. all living in a country that's a third the size of the U.S. Crowded. So that's a lot of smoke going into the air. But only for one day. <laughs> well, it's about a week that the air gets super bad. For some days, it's off the charts, past 999 on the air quality index.
0: Ew. Okay, and the next monster head is? Well, so
1: many people still light fires to cook with. The old, old-fashioned way, believe it or not. Or just to keep warm. Yep, that's another monster head. Up here in the north of India, it gets cold for a few months. And the homes aren't really built to be warm. So while fires keep us warm and are nice to look at, they're super dirty. Especially, again, when there's so many people doing it. Is that it for the monster heads? No way, we're only halfway there. There's also the natural dust sweeping in from the desert that adds to the pollution. It makes your throat dry. And your nose full of boogers. <laughs> <laughs> totally. but at least it's not as deadly as the smoke pollution. But then there's another head, construction work. After all, this is a developing country, so we're still building roads, highways, homes, shopping malls, business parks, you name it. And while the West did that gradually over a century or so, it's happening here in just a couple of decades. And then- There's more? Oh yeah. There's smoke and waste from factories and manufacturing plants, and then the last one, but it's a doozy. Cars. And motorcycles, scooters, some buses, and especially the trucks.
0: I've lost count of how many heads this gnarly monster has.
1: But there is some hope to fight at least one of the heads of the pollution monster. Oh, thank goodness. Well, actually, thank science and innovation, in fact.
0: Ooh, that means it's time for. The world of wow, wow, wow. In other words, science. And here to
1: tell us how science biology and chemistry, in fact, could provide a pollution
0: solution. Here's our other Delhi correspondent, Anaira Mirza. Take it away, Anaira. As you know, one of the biggest causes of
6: pollution is farmers burning their crops. In the perfect world, once farmers harvest a crop, they should leave this stubble to lay fallow. That means leaving it to decompose or rot naturally for the whole season. And even though that sounds gross, the old crops are full of nutrients, so it's super good for the soil. But India's farmers often only have a few fields, so there's no time to let them lay fallow. That's why they burn down the stubble, so they can quickly plant new seeds and grow more crops. It's known as a vicious cycle, but help is at hand. India's scientists have spent five years cooking a special mixture like a witch's brew. Because, get this, different types of fungus are added to water, jaggery or unrefined sugar and gram flour. This mixture is sprayed all over the crops and mixed all up. And then, guess what, the stubble, like magic, decomposes naturally. And all those good nutrients stay in the soil. In less than a month, new seeds can be planted. Presto! No fire, no smoke, no pollution. Just an organic solution. And who says chemistry is not fun now? In New Delhi, I'm an Azhar Mirza reporting for Newsy
0: Jacuzzi. And that's all for this week's special birthday episode of Newsy Jacuzzi.
1: We hope you've enjoyed this look back at some of the stories you've liked best
0: from our first year. You heard 10, 9, 8, 7, and 6. Do join us next week as we reveal the top five stories you've loved hearing the most on the swirling whirling whippity-wappity-zippity-zappity whirlpool of news and information, otherwise known as Newsy Jacuzzi. Now, where's the cake?